0: The Good Way has been and continues to be a journey for me personally, and is one I'm excited to be inviting you to join me on. It's about providing an understanding of the Scriptures to free you to know that you can choose to eat and live according to God's original design, even today in our modern society, and be in line with Scripture, God's heart and intent, and receive God's blessing and benefits in your body, your environment, and in your relationships. In the last few weeks, we've covered a lot of ground. We've talked about what is the good way and what are first foods. We've looked at the journey mankind's relationship with food has taken throughout time. We've learnt the steps needed to start the journey home along the good way. When we looked at what is the good way, we touched upon first foods, first stewardship and first relationships. When we start to look at the food we eat and to choose life-giving food the way God created it, we start to become aware of how that food is produced and the soil and environment it's grown in. As we become more aware of our environment and start to interact with nature, we are drawn to the creator of all things because all creation declares the glory of God. And we start to look at our relationship with God each other, our environment, and our food. Each leads to the other, and it becomes a cyclical pattern of growth and understanding, spiralling from earth to heaven and back again, from our bellies, to our hearts, to our spirits. And as we started on the journey home, we learnt four steps, mindfulness, thankfulness, consistency, and creativity that make up the dance that is the good way. Over the next few weeks, we're going to take a closer look at first foods, first stewardship and first relationships. Hi, I'm Jenna Jandro. I'm an integrative nutrition health coach, a master herbalist and an essential oil specialist. There are three things I've been passionate about since I was young and studied in depth, health and nutrition, the environment, and the Bible. The good way is where these three come together. In Jeremiah 6.16 it says, This is what the Lord says, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths, where the good way is, and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. The good way is about rediscovering the principles and plan God laid out for our blessing and benefit and putting that plan into action. The good way is not about all-or-nothing thinking. It's about making choices. It's about choosing daily, moment by moment, to walk according to God's perfect plan for us. We won't always make the right choices. We won't always choose the right path. But we can always, always choose again. 1 Corinthians 6.12 says, All things are permissible, But not all things are profitable. Welcome to The Good Way. Today, we're going to take a closer look at first foods. In episode two, we looked at what are first foods and what the Bible says. That first foods today are made up of whole organic non-GMO seeds, nuts, grains, legumes, fruits, vegetables, and leafy greens. Not all as in the beginning, only those that are beneficial for human consumption. This is as a result of the fall and the curse upon the earth due to sin. And what the science is saying, that eating a whole food, plant-based diet of seeds, nuts, grains, legumes, fruit, vegetables and leafy greens is still the very best way for us to eat for health, wellness and potential long life. And we talked about five ways to start incorporating more first foods into our eating. They were, one... Start slowly. Don't try to do it all in one go because your body needs time to adjust. Two. Introduce one food at a time, one food group every two weeks, starting with leafy greens and one food within that group each day. Three. Eating produce, not products. Try to eat food in as close to its natural form as possible. Four. Remember it's a journey and don't beat yourself up if you get off track for a moment. And five, have fun. So if you've been following along and putting into practice the things we've been talking about, then by now, 50% of each meal you eat will be made up of leafy greens and you'll be seeing some significant improvements in your health, right? No, I get it. It's not always easy to make changes and be consistent with them, especially when you don't know what the next step is. So today I'm going to lay out all the steps. So get a pen and paper ready to write them down and pin them up somewhere that you will see them on a daily basis. Of the five ways we've looked at already to start incorporating more first foods into your eating, we're going to focus on number two introduce one food at a time one food group every two weeks starting with green leafy vegetables and one food within that group each day our list of foods of first foods is seeds nuts grains legumes fruit vegetables and leafy greens if you could see these as a food pyramid they would start with the seeds at the top and work their way down the list to the leafy greens at the bottom. So what we need to eat most of is leafy greens. And least would be seeds and nuts. And I would include here plant-based oils. These we need least because they are so nutrient dense. So let's start at the bottom of the pyramid and work our way up. The bottom layer is leafy greens. Why do we start here? Because the dark green leafy vegetables are full of vitamins, minerals, amino acids, which are the building blocks of proteins, phytonutrients, fiber, water, and even some fats. There's a lot of talk these days about superfoods and people are traveling the world and going to a lot of expense to find and buy foods that will transform their health but will ignore the superfoods that are right in their backyard. Dark green leafy vegetables are some of the most amazing superfoods you could ever find. And you don't have to travel to far-flung destinations to find them or pay a lot of money to buy them. In fact, many of them are free in our yards. Or are the green parts of vegetables that are thrown out on a daily basis. I'm talking about the leafy tops of carrots, beets, turnips, or many other root vegetables. The outer dark green leaves of cabbage, cauliflower, and broccoli. The amazing nutritional and medicinal plants that so many people think of as broadleaf weeds and spend time and valuable resources trying to eradicate instead of putting them on their plates. There was a time when people would pull up useless grasses to make room for dandelions in their yards. Now millions of dollars are spent every year to try to destroy the superfoods that grow for free in our backyards. I could spend weeks just talking about dark green leafy vegetables and not run out of new information to impart, but today I'm going to look very briefly at phytonutrients, fibre and water. LifeScience.com, in their article, What Are Phytonutrients?, state that among the benefits of phytonutrients are antioxidant and anti-inflammatory activities. Phytonutrients may also enhance immunity and intercellular communication, repair DNA damage from exposure to toxins, detoxify carcinogens, and alter estrogen metabolism. The U.S. Department of Agriculture notes that consuming a phytonutrient-rich diet seems to be an effective strategy for reducing cancer and heart disease risks. Many phytonutrients give plants their pigments, so a good way to tell if a fruit or vegetable is rich in phytonutrients can be by its color. Look for deep-hued foods like berries, dark greens, melons and spices. A good way to make sure you're getting all the phytonutrients you need is to eat the rainbow. Make sure you're eating lots of different colored foods every day. And no, skittles don't count. Fibre in foods is extremely important for helping us feel full, for keeping us regular and for helping remove toxins, parasites, and heavy metals from our bodies. And then there's water. Water is essential for life health and wellness. H. H. Mitchell in the Journal of Biological Chemistry states, the human brain and heart are composed of 73% water and the lungs are about 83% water. The skin contains 64% water, muscles and kidneys are 79% and even the bones are watery at 31%. Water is vital for life, and the water found in dark green leafy vegetables, as well as other fruits and vegetables, has the added benefit of being pure. As we move through the pyramid, the fibre, water and vitamin content of foods decreases, and the protein, mineral and oil content increases, making them more nutrient and calorie dense. I'm talking in generalities here, by the way. You'll have to look at each food individually to get actual levels of different components in those foods. So our first step is to introduce more more leafy greens into our daily eating. And remember, start slowly. Don't try to do it all in one go. Your body needs time to adjust. Introduce one food at a time. One food group every two weeks, starting with the leafy green vegetables and one food within that group each day. Eat produce, not products. Try to eat food in as close to its natural form as possible. Remember it's a journey and don't beat yourself up if you get off track for a moment and have fun with your food. There are so many delicious foods out there, that you can eat and you so many different ways to put them together. Put together as many brightly hued, coloured vegetables as you can, fruits and vegetables. Eat the rainbow. Have fun. Once you've got to the place where 50% of each meal is made up of leafy greens, especially the dark green leafy vegetables, start to introduce more of the other fruits and vegetables. The next step up the pyramid and increase these until you're including three to five serves of other fruits and vegetables a day on top of the leafy greens that you're already eating. Next, start to add legumes. Into your diet. There is an amazing array of legumes available, either fresh, dried or canned for your convenience and this is one convenience item I'd recommend you keep stocked in your pantry. They can be made into soups, stews, dips, spreads or used in place of animal protein in recipes. After legumes start to introduce grains Whole grains, soaked, sprouted, ground, flaked, baked, boiled as cereals, breads or pastas, in soups or stews, or added to smoothies made into milk or juiced. There are so many ways you can include whole grains. And lastly, and also least, seeds and nuts. Eat these as snacks, as toppings on salads or soups and stews, or as nut or seed milks or cheeses. And in desserts or sauces. As you introduce more and more of these life and health giving first foods into your daily eating, you will find that other foods will be crowded out. You will eat less and less animal proteins and processed and prepackaged foods, and your hunger for those things will be reduced. You will also find that the times that you do eat them, that the effect they have on you is something you no longer want to experience. So looking at our first foods pyramid, the bottom layer is where we start and we eat the most of dark green leafy vegetables. The next layer is all of the other fruits and vegetables. Next legumes, then grains and lastly seeds and nuts. With at the very tip of the pyramid, plant oils. I'm not going to give you percentages other than that each meal should be made up of 50% dark green leafy vegetables by volume and the rest in decreasing amounts as you go up the pyramid. Each person is an individual and their nutritional needs will vary based on their health status, their metabolism, their genetic makeup and their activity levels. But the more first foods you can include in your daily eating, the better you'll feel and the greater the health benefits you'll see in your body, mind and emotions. God's intention was for us to eat a whole food, plant-based diet of seeds, nuts, grains, legumes, fruit, vegetables and leafy greens. And science is telling us that this is still the very best way for us to eat. This doesn't mean you can't eat anything else. We have the freedom to choose to eat whatever we want, as long as we do so knowing that the freedom to choose comes with the consequences of those choices. I recommend 50% or more of our food be made up of whole plant foods, first foods, to see the health benefits that come with them. And remember, The modifying of nutritional content of foods to increase or decrease specific nutrients or the taking of isolated nutrients in the form of supplements does not have the same beneficial health effect as eating a whole food plant-based diet. God's original plan for us was perfect. In fact, he declared that it was very good. We can choose to eat according to his plan that was created for our blessing and benefit or according to the pattern of our industrialised society that is created for long shelf life and high profit margins. It's up to us. Jeremiah 6.16 says, This is what the Lord says, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths where the good way is, and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. It goes on to say, But they said, we will not walk in it. 1 Corinthians 6.12 says, All things are permissible, but not all things are profitable. And in Deuteronomy 30 verse 19, it says, I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore choose life. We have the opportunity to choose life and blessing every day in the foods we choose to eat. As I've said before this is a journey. It's not always easy, it's not always convenient and sometimes we'll make the wrong choices. But we can always, always choose again. If you would like some support on this journey I'd be happy to help you. I offer personal and small group coaching and you can find out more about that by clicking the link in the notes for this podcast. And remember As you start to make changes in your eating, do so with mindfulness, thankfulness, consistency and creativity, so that your new eating patterns can become not just beneficial to your health and wellness, but a creative act of worship to our Creator God. Join me next week as we take a closer look at First Stewardship. Thank you for listening. I'm Jenna and this is The Good Way. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review. I'd love to hear how this podcast has impacted you or you can leave any questions you have. I'll be happy to answer them for you in future podcasts. And please share this podcast with your friends. You can take a screenshot of this page and share it to your social media pages or take a screenshot of your review and post that. If you'd like to help keep The Good Way on the air, you can support The Good Way on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash the underscore good underscore way. I'm Jenna Jandro, walking with you on The Good Way.